You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Well, welcome to our very first Geek Card check-in episode. I cannot wait to dive in to this week's geek news. My name is Chris. I'm Tyler. And I'm Kate. And every other week, we're going to dive into the world of geek and uh, find out kind of what's been happening and catch you up on what we think is important or what we find to be um, exciting. And so this week, we got a slew of stuff to talk about. Tyler, what are our topics? We're talking about, I think, three things. We had like 10 <laughs> that looked like we were going to be yes. talking about, but we narrowed it down to a couple things. Um, the first thing I'll say, just to get it out of the way, um, we would probably be talking about a Game of Thrones, except for Kate doesn't watch it. Um, but if you are curious about that, you can um, head over to our sister podcast, the Screeners Podcast, to hear Kate, uh, not to hear Kate, to hear, hear Chris and I, uh, as well as the Screeners uh, guys talking about Game of Thrones. So despite the fact that that was a huge thing this week, we are going to talk to, I think, frankly, the most important thing that's come out in the last year. And yes. that would be, we just got a teaser trailer today, the day we're recording it, uh, for Star Trek Picard. Man. And guys, mm-hmm. oh, I can't even handle how excited I am about this. What did I'm, you guys think about it? I honestly think, you know, one of the things that we discussed when they first announced this Picard series was how great it would be if he was just out in his yep. vineyard, right? And, and that's 100% what we that's get. That's exactly right off what the bat. happens. Yeah. Oh. I, I, that was such an exciting moment for me. I was like, oh, man, we talked about this. Uh, what a great way to start this trailer. It was very, very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. I, it's a, it's an interesting tone. I know I think we're going to be getting a much more of a character-driven drama than we a are singular character-driven. Yes. Yes, yeah. please. Yeah, yeah, rather than like some sort of like a sci-fi adventure, I think it's this is going to be very insular, very focused in on what's going on in Picard's head is what it feels like from this teaser yeah. anyway. We did anybody, and I didn't do any research into this. Um, but did anybody? The, the voice of the voiceover—it's a woman speaking—sounded mm-hmm. incredibly familiar. Did either of you happen to look up who that was, it, or did it, we know? Um, I'm not exactly sure, um, but it sure did sound like um, the voice of the gal from um, uh, Joss Whedon's uh, Firefly. It did sound like yeah, Gina, Gina Torres. Yeah. Uh, Torres, not Gina Torres, Rodriguez. Yeah. Gina Torres. Thank you. Uh, yeah. That's yeah, who it, it sounded like to me, and I'm not exactly point. sure. While you guys are talking more about it, I will see will you, if I can't figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of I wrote down just a couple of the main points, and and I know you know we could spend an hour breaking this trailer down, and I think we would if we easily. If, uh, yeah. If if Kate Kate is our timekeeper today, so she's this is going to be great. But you know, I so I things I noticed um, vineyard again, like we just said, um, and just kind of some nice vignette uh, vignette in the vineyard shots uh, you know, of, of the thing overall um uh, 15 years ago to the day you picard led us out of darkness and led a rescue mission so i you know immediately i'm wondering is this a, is this a romulan is this after you know we have this the the spock thing you know after romulus has exploded or is this after after nemesis um there was something unimaginable that happened what did that cost you and then why did you leave Starfleet Admiral? Mm. And then we get Patrick Stewart coming into focus in a suit and tie, or at least a, a coat and tie. Um, so those are the things I it just flashes that I took away from it. And honestly, I am intrigued at every single level of it. 
Kate, what were you, where are you on this one? So, um, I, I quite enjoy arcs where something dark and awful happened and somebody walks away and they've got to find their reason to care oh, again. Yeah. And this seems oh, yeah. to be exactly that kind of story that we're being set up for. Um, it's also, frankly, about time because um, Picard's job has always been to cheerlead the mission to get things done, you know, right. so to look a little deeper in there and look at the costs of everything that he has been through because he's been through some crazy stuff. Yeah. And so at some point that has to catch up. And we do have that. Um, is the episode called Family? Is that the one that's right after um, yeah. his whole Best stint is looking? Yeah, this is the only time we're ever on the vineyard. Yeah. yeah, right. And so this seems to be a really natural. This is what Picard does when he's stressed, when life is hard. And so we'll see where it goes from there. And from the vineyard perspective, I did want to point out um, there's a, a person on Twitter named uh, Molly McArdle who has some expertise with wine and um, she has an entire thread about just from the trailer, what this suggests about the, what Picard is doing, where the vineyard is, uh, what winemaking oh, is like in the future. We're not assuming it's at his family vineyard in France. Well, there seems to be a discrepancy about what kind of grapes are growing in there and what could be growing in the region of France. So if you really want to go down that rabbit hole, I have retweeted that uh, uh, thread oh. Uh, on my Twitter hmm. profile. It's That's great. Fascinating stuff. Yeah, that is interesting. Yeah, the, the interesting thing too is is that, you know, 12 years that they discuss that this is where, you know, he's he's been 12 years since he's left Starfleet. Um, so something obviously crazy happened in this rescue armada. And I've been reading a lot on the fact that they think that this is the Romulan rescue armada. That's what I've been wondering. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, Either something... that we saw from Star Trek 2009. Right, or... that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So, you know, the Romulan homeworld, you know, was destroyed. And so they were needed an armada to rescue them. So um, that's that's kind of like it feels correct here that's in canon. Obviously, this is prime universe. Um, so I don't know. I, I It'll be very interesting to see if this becomes like a psychological, like, can Picard come back to help um even though he's been broken, because uh, yeah. that does seem like this, what we're what we're getting here, and it's exciting. I and mean, that 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 alone will be you know an exciting uh, thing to go on. I so, think also whatever. psychologically, it's really great for where our culture is at the moment because we're all tired from a lot of things going on in the world, and so it's a very relatable tired burnout. Help get us, you know, Picard finding his hope and his wonder again. I'm assuming yep. that's a very natural journey for us culturally too. I think. No doubt. Oh, I, com- I completely agree. And, and in this world of television that we're in, um, the very last thing to say about that, and it's, it's something that I can I can retweet for us, but um, there are some interesting production stills that have been leaked that have different, um, very similar but different looking Starfleet uniforms that seem to be revealed. They look a little bit like Deep Space Nine uniforms with oh. the higher collar of the original, uh, not the original, of, the, uh, of Next Generation. Um, they actually look a little bit like um, Starfleet Academy uniforms, so I've been wondering if that's more of what they're like. Um, but that's that's really I'm looking at them right now. It's really he's he's still in something else. He's in a shirt and jacket. Um, yeah, and I'm really curious to see if we'll even see much of Starfleet here. That's mm-hmm. what I'm right. even more interested to see if he is just a civilian coming back, you know, to help right. out in a civilian capacity. It'd be a civ- and doesn't- city fashion show. <laughs> Right. Yeah, and he just Which has no. It yeah. has never been Star Trek strong suit, <laughs> civilian clothes. Right, right. Absolutely. That's true. That's true. All well, right. I'm just well, excited. Let's... That's going to be great. 
I, I can't, and we will, you know, guys, because we can't control ourselves, you know we are, you know, we have been the Next Trek podcast, so we anything developing we will be sure to talk about, I'm sure. Uh, so next up on the list is is uh, Terminator Dark Fate. This is is this Terminator yes. six, seven, fourteen? I don't really I don't, care about the number. Whatever. All I know is this Terminator trailer. This is the Terminator I want to watch. Yes. Well, take it away. What's what did you what did you like about it? So the, the the Dark Fate trailer just dropped, and again we'll put these links in the in the show notes. But what did you take from it? So much Linda Hamilton being the utter yeah, yeah. badass that she is. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it, that's so so funny that um, this came out today. Uh, the last episode of the Screeners podcast, we did three um, like uh, actors that we wanted to see come back. Uh, like a you know they've been gone for a while, and one of the ones that I put on was Linda Hamilton because I was really hoping yeah. that yes. she would like knock it out of the park you know, with uh, Terminator Dark Fate. And from the trailer, Oof. it looks like she really does she looks amazing she does. in this um i i honestly i i love terminator um i know a lot of people have issues and problems with it and they pick them apart but i don't care i think they are a blast i love yeah. i love time travel in my movies mm-hmm. and um this you know uh mckenzie davis uh, looks Ooh, incredible so good um and the new Terminator, uh, uh, played by Gabriel Luna, looks um, really intimidating and quite interesting because it looks like he's two Terminators, right? Is that what it, it looks like? There's like a normal, um, you know, exoskeleton T, uh, whatever they are, T100, I think. Yeah. Um, and then, no, no. Yeah, T one hundred. Yeah, T one hundred. And then like a T one thousand on top yeah. of him, like a, 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 So that's that's interesting and new. Um, so there's two to deal with, which is which is pretty cool. Yeah, I'm I I'm super excited about it. Honestly, I have stayed away from most of the most of the information about it. I generally stay away from trailers, which we'll see how that goes with with, with more of these mini episodes that we do. T eight hundred. I'm sorry, it's a T eight hundred. I knew I was wrong on that. I apologize. The, uh, I Arnold, to, the original Arnold was a the T-800. original. The original Arnold is a T eight hundred, and the T one thousand was the one in the Terminator gotcha. two. So it looks like a T eight hundred with a T one thousand on top of it. Yeah, Sorry. and then she, Mackenzie Davis is Mackenzie Davis, right? Yes. Okay, I always forget her last name. Mackenzie Davis. She looks like some sort of a hybrid or, or um, something like that. But um, yeah, I'm super. I'm really excited. I've I love the Terminator series. The people nitpick it. I loved the Sarah Connor Chronicles when it was out. I did too, uh, man. You know, yes. it was. Did that run for two seasons or just it did. one? Two. It did. Yeah. And, yeah. And, uh, with um. Oh, uh, Summer Glau, come on. Like, it's it's so, so good. And so I, I just... And frankly, Cersei Lannister. And Cersei, yeah, and Cersei Lannister. I frankly really liked Salvation. Uh, uh, Salvation and um, Genesis. I liked both of them. There are problems with each of them, but I, I enjoyed them all. Um, and I just can't wait for this one. That's yeah. all I really have to add. So, yeah. Kate, anything else from you? Nope, I'm ready for Batman. <laughs> Let's talk about Batman. Guys, this is something I just... I'm weirdly really chill about this thing. The internet freaked out. The internet freaked out a couple times this week. Yeah. Uh, It freaked out about the ending of Game of Thrones. Again, here are are thoughts on that on uh, on screeners. Um, But it also freaked out, much like it did after the Batfleck uh, controversy of 2000-whatever that was. (laughs) Um, Robert Pattinson is Batman. Yes. Um, And I kind... 
kind of like it. I'm fine with that. What are you? Where are you guys on this? I guess where where have you been on the Batman's in general, and and where are you on on Robert Pattinson, Chris? What are, where are you at the, on these? Look, here's my here's my general thoughts, and that is that we should get fresh, especially with DC. They yeah. should just do fresh takes on all their characters and allow yeah. the directors to go out and do crazy stuff. And because they tried to 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 strap them down with justice league and yeah so i think you know matt reeves who is directing the batman this particular film who directed like the new uh Mm. war of the planet of the apes and dawn of the planet of the apes those you know really atmospheric uh very well told stories about apes and when you think about it like like (laughs) that can't possibly (laughs) be good i think he is just a very strong storyteller and i think he knows what he's doing when it comes to casting and being able to build a world and i i'm really i think this is actually a really good a good choice i I can already see him in this role because he's a very good actor he is Um, a good actor and so pigeonhole he got the whole twilight pigeonhole and and to be fair you know he's not amazing in in those and now we've got, uh, you know, we've got this this guy who he's he's a handsome he's a handsome guy he's a good he's actor. a handsome young man. <laughs> well, and he's what a handsome young Sonny Jim. Um, like he just, you know, he he could be Bruce Wayne in that way, you know. And and frankly, I didn't buy Christian Bale when he started either. And and I came to really like him in the in the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. Um, frankly, I'm actually more worried, not worried, but just like I don't I don't envy. Um, you know Matt Reeves trying to trying to follow Christopher Nolan's trilogy. That's that's an unenviable task for him. Kate, where are you on on? Uh, so I tend Pat- to um, split my Batman's between who's a good Bruce Wayne, who's a good Batman, and who's yeah. both. And so we'll see what's possible there. Uh, to be honest, when I saw the news, I was bored. Um, mm, yeah. I am tired of the same Batman stories over and over again. I feel like there's a whole lot in the comics and elsewhere that has been unexplored. And we don't know the plot of this yet. We just have a casting thing. But it's like yet another young Batman. I would be interested in more old Batman stories, to be honest. Batman. I was thinking the same thing. That's why I liked Bat... uh, I keep calling him Batfleck. Uh, I liked Ben Affleck because he's, he's on the older side of our Batmans that we've seen. And he he played him so grizzled and and you know weary in um, Justice League and, and and those did he play him twice he must he played him twice yeah in two uh, movies. yeah three that. times actually oh three okay was yeah. it Sui- Suicide Squad oh I always uh, forget, I forget that forgot. exists because Bat- I want to <laughs> Batman yeah. versus Superman uh, and Justice League yeah 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 and I, I loved his take and frankly he he was in in um, Batman versus Superman despite the fact that I loathe that movie with nearly all of my being. Jeez, he, man. I hate it so deeply, except for the fact I think it had the best Batman fight we've ever seen in a movie, mm. which was um, not with Superman, but in the in the warehouse where he's he's you know kicking butts. Um, have you seen the extended edition of I have, that? I own it. I haven't watched it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good because they add good? they add the blood back in. Like, oh Ooh. man, because oh, they made brutal. it not rated R. Yeah, oh, the, the 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 extended edition is R-rated. There's no doubt. It's 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 wonderful. It's very good. I will pick that up. Yeah. Well, uh, if there's sorry, uh, Kate, anything else? I was just gonna say I hope that story-wise, if we're gonna have another young Batman, that maybe they'll they'll plumb some of the depths that we haven't hit before. Because that's what I'd really like to see. I've been I've loved Batman mm-hmm. for 25 years, and I I just 100%. I want to see more. I want to see not repetitions of the same thing. Agreed. If we get another 
origin story, or not even origin story. I just another shot. I don't want to see his parents die again. We have seen that in every so many times movie. Yes. So I'm hoping that we move away from that in some fashion. So. All right. Well, so we're again. This is our first, you know, foray into these mini episodes that we're that we're doing, and uh, I, I think the the thing that we're really most looking forward to talking about, other than bringing you guys some news, is is basically just our weekly geek check in. Um, we're just we are we are you know live real geeks, and we we watch <laughs> uh, you know we watch stuff. We uh, we um, we like to to kind of keep up not just with what's new, but we just like to um, to dig into to pop culture, and we watch a lot of stuff and we just kind of want to talk about it in a little bit less of a structured fashion so um so each week or every other week i think is what it's going to be we're going to kind of just say what's our what's our weekly geek card check-in and um kind of talk about what we've been consuming so chris you said right off the bat that that there was something you wanted to talk about so what have you been consuming in the geek world well, um, so I pre-ordered and just received what I guess two days ago the brand new Oculus Quest, no which way. is a VR headset all in one. Uh, so you don't need a PC. You know, you put the headset wow. on, everything is there. Um, six degrees of freedom, which basically means you can, you know, move in and out, look all around, play wow. games. All I mean, it is incredible we have had a star trek game for that have you uh it's not no they have not made uh, the star trek game for quest yet i'm hoping it comes okay yeah it quest is like its own truncated like um yeah it it only supports games that have been made for it so it's it's like a separate platform Uh, but it has a lot of games that have on the other platforms that have been ported over to it like beat saber you're probably familiar with that have you seen that in culture we i just purchased that today my kids have been playing the heck out of that (laughs) but i'll just say this it feels like the future uh in fact uh i kind of want to stop recording right now put on my vr headset (laughs) and uh play me some beat saber so i I, I know, right? See you later, everybody. Uh, it's been real, um, but no, I can't recommend it higher. Uh, it's it's available now to to buy. You can the, the low end is four hundred dollars for the for the lower end um, uh, storage space, and then it's five hundred bucks for the higher end. Um, and it is just for four hundred dollars. I cannot. You can't do any better than that. It's so wow. incredible because you can take it with you wherever you go. And you can say, hey, try this. And wow. people are instantly um, uh, transported. It's great. It's great. So Oculus, if you would like to sponsor the podcast, please <laughs> feel free to get in touch with us. We are the Next Trek Podcast at gmail.com. That's right. Absolutely. Also known as the Geek Card Check, not the Next Trek anymore. Well, we haven't changed our Gmail name yet, so we'll get there. Got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Got it. All right. Uh, Kate, what about you? Where are you at in Geek? Tell us of your about your walk in Geek. So um, I'm doing a leisurely Stargate SG-1 rewatch whenever I just oh, want I've comfort food that. after work. Um, so that's I'm in season one about halfway through at this point. That's enjoyable. Nice. Um, last weekend, I watched uh, The Wandering Earth, which is a Chinese um, science fiction uh, story that was adapted to film. Um, I did uh, tweet quite a bit from it. Uh, you can mm-hmm. look at my thread for that. There's lots of photos from it. It was strange and wonderful and hilarious. And if you like visuals, definitely go watch it. Um, the premise, just get past the premise and watch the movie. Um, hmm. well, what is the premise? Honestly, I don't know enough about it. So something really awful is going to happen to the sun and it will wipe out all life on Earth. So we've decided to move Earth away from the sun to save the planet. Awesome. 
Awesome. I honestly, I thought uh, the little bit that I, know, I knew right? was it looks like sunshine, but I didn't know it was that. I mean, the wandering earth makes sense, right? So there's some really great shots of the of the earth moving with its little rocket engines that make it move, and there's like a vapor trail behind it. In my in my mind, as I watch the vapor trail move, I'm hearing this put 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 and just giggling. <laughs> So, wow, wow. Um, it's uh, it's an action movie. It's it's sort of like a a a um a lowbrow version of Interstellar meets Armageddon. Not near okay, as good as nice. either one of those. I hear, but that much fun. I hear it's really well made though. I mean, I yes. hear it's like it's gorgeous. Uh, gorgeous it's, it's shooting. Filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where's this available? Netflix. Where's this available? It's on Netflix. 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 Typical okay, it's, Chinese it's filmmaking. Huge. You don't have a big investment in characters, so there is some. But the sets, the visuals, they they shot it beautifully. But it's cool. something like one of the biggest uh, movies ever to come out of China. Yes. It was like $700 million that it grossed in China, uh, or worldwide, I think, um, to come out of China. It's huge. So, and then to get a Netflix um, a Netflix, Right, and it was uh, just dropped in with huge. like no fanfare. So uh, the, the author of the story it was based on also wrote The Three-Body Problem. And so all of us who read The Three-Body Problem were like, oh, wait, Lu, what? This is, is out there? So, yeah, I want more people to know I it's there. I hated the three-body problem. Oh, I didn't. Really hard. <laughs> oh, I hated it. I thought it was unreadable. Ugh. Uh, yeah. It it made me mad. Um, no, but that is intriguing to me. I, I thought it had a great concept. I just did. I hated the book. But um, mm-hmm. I'm intrigued about this movie, and I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll probably pick it up. And then my final quick piece. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, so we talked about in Star Trek Discovery how number one's name was Una, and I looked up from a podcast that Una was actually a reference to Star Trek uh, book writer uh, Una, McCormick. Una McCormick, and yeah. so I have picked up a novella of hers that I have just started earlier today, and so oh, she's so good. She's really very, very good. Off the top of my head, I don't remember title. Which one was it? Do you remember? Uh, I think the it's called The Undefeated. Up? It's a new one. It's just out. Yeah. I don't know that one. Yeah. Is it is it the Discovery one or is it another? No, this is not a Star Trek one. I just picked okay. up a oh, um, it's, it's one of her own universe uh, books to oh, try great. her out. So I love it. Uh, mine's been pretty simple. I, I was telling the, the, these guys right before we got on air that uh, my weeks have been incredibly busy lately. But um, a couple of things to, to note. Um, both Kate and I have been um, reading through uh, The Expanse, which is we, – we interviewed hmm. da- um, author Daniel Abraham, who is uh, one half of James S.A. Corey. Um, so I just finished Tiamat's Wrath, which is the newest book, which came out in March. Is that right? March or April? March. Um, March. And it is absolutely amazing. It's the most recent book, um, and it is is just out of this world good. It will make um, you cry if you are the crying seriously. sort. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm not of the crying sort, and I welled a couple of times. Like, it was great. So, Holy cow. Uh, it's fantastic. It's really brilliant. There, so and it's, there, it's crying in a good way, then? Is cry- this, is oh, this to- yeah. Okay. Well, sure. Not I, in the, this <laughs> is so bad, I have to keep reading it, in the, oh, that just happened, and I'm having all yeah. the feels kind of thing. Yeah, right. It it is. Um, I I tweeted um, semi angrily at uh, at James S A Corey a few times, um, and then I had to apologize for my tweet when it wasn't as <laughs> when, wow. when actually the thing when I really like not apologize literally like I started swearing at them on on Twitter, but it more of like <sighs> it it just was I it hit me. There are some just surprises that hit you throughout that book that are just fantastically good. Um, nice. I read uh, now, Kate. Will you if you can remember? Will you correct me on this? Um, uh, not Nebula Award winning, but um, uh, uh, Children of Blood and, Bo- and Bone by Tomi Adeyemi. I forget the actual award that she the won. The Andre Norton Award. Andre Norton Award um, for young adult fantasy literature or something like that. Yes. Um, uh, so that that 
so Tomi Adeyemi wrote a book last about a year ago called The Children of Blood and Bone, and it just won the Andre Norton Award um, at the Nebulas. And I read that this I think this past weekend, um, just in a couple sittings. It's a it's a young adult fantasy novel. It's getting a movie. Um, it's, oh, it is getting a movie. It is. Okay. I actually forgot about that. And um, I read it pretty – it's a very fast read. It's a good read. Um, I'm a teacher. I just gave it to um, some of my students who were very jealous that I was reading it. And so I passed it on to them. And so they're passing it around, and that's going to be pretty good. Um, and then I've, I'm on a rewatch of Battlestar Galactica right now, mm-hmm. which uh, it just oh, – guys, it's – maybe this isn't the best for my headspace because I am so busy, but it is it is just such – brilliant character driven uh filmmaking that is um that is so impactful on just every level it makes you think from the first moment of the miniseries and then and then keeps you going so if you have not watched the 2003 Battlestar Galactica you you just absolutely should it's streaming on Amazon Prime nice well do we have anything else to talk about guys i think that not covers me. this week all right well stay tuned everybody for uh for more of these minisodes, let us know what you think. If there's other things we should have been talking about, if there's something you want us to want to hear us discuss, um, please, yeah, just let us know. We are at Geek Card Check on Twitter, and we're also Geek Card Check on Facebook as well. Or I think it's the Geek Card Check podcast on Facebook. And uh, yeah, just just uh, talk to us. Let us know what we should be what we should be discussing, and then stay tuned for more from the new Geek Card Check podcast. 